right, everybody. It is Sunday, October 17th, and it's episode number 68. Uh, we're going to get right into the show and give Diggs a call, so here we go. Captain, how you doing, buddy? Hey, think I have, I think I have Michael on the line too. Oh yeah, what's going on, Michael? How you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Things could be better, right? Considering the circumstances. Yeah, oh. Hey, I just need a milkshake. Can one of you guys get me a milkshake? Yeah. I'll Uber eat you a, uh, a, a milk. I'll Uber Uber eats you guys some milkshakes. Um, Dude, Uber Uber won't come to my house anymore, and it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, Diggs has been blacklisted from Uber for quite some time now, over a year. You should probably can see if there's an appeal process or something. <laughs> I need a. I I, I won't. Grubhub Uber, but I'll get Jalisa to Grubhub something for you. I don't, I don't use that stuff, but I just gotta let Jalisa know, and she'll, she'll send you a milkshake. Right on. <laughs> so Michael is Diggler's nephew. Is did I get that right? Yes. Right. So, and your your Diggler. Give me a second. I'm trying to do a dab. We'll use real names. So your Dan, yeah, your no. Danny's sister's son. And you're a hell of a golfer. I heard you won some skins at the uh, Monday night game. He won the skin the last time he came into town. He fucking came in clean sweep. Fucking used my fucking clubs. And and I got nothing. I got no payback. I got no rental fee. And this is kind of bullshit. He wins everything, comes in, but I still got him by one. <laughs> yeah, I don't win everything. I I just won the one skin. The Mike, one Michael, time. Michael, who, who's, who's a better golfer, you or Diggs? Michael, you know, I, I play. I, Michael, I play. I play about twice a year when I come and play the skin. So Danny probably uh, beat me in eighteen holes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Michael. How old are you? Oh, I'm uh, thirty-three. 34, actually. I just turned 34. You're 34. I'm 45. Now, Brett, can you ask me now who's the better golfer? I'm 45. He's 34. Okay. What do you think? Who's the better golfer? I'm asking you now. Oh, he is by a mile. You see, (laughs) he actually works out. No, I don't. (laughs) No, no. Fake news. He's married. He has sex. That's working. Out. That's working out. That doesn't work out. Hey, Jesus Christ! Do you want me to pull out pictures? I guarantee you, he's a better physical specimen than I am. He has these things called biceps and triceps. It's amazing. Does that help in your golf I, swing? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Say that again. I said, does that help in a golf swing? I don't know. 
right. Let me break it down because you guys are fucking nerds. All right. Michael, what's your 150 yard club? Probably your pitching wedge or nine iron. Yeah. Okay. My 150 yard club is my seven, eight iron. Brett, Brett, your your 150 yard club is probably your nine iron. No. Closer to yours. Eight. Seven, eight, yeah. Eight. Yeah, you're more old school too. You don't you don't actually get new clubs. But what I'm saying is that there's an advantage when we're on a part of three course, I'm hitting a five hybrid. Fucking I look over at my nephew, he's fucking fucking hitting a putter. Like, God damn, you're gonna hit that putter that far? I'm like, God damn you. Fucking almost aced it. Well, yeah. Well, when we go to a par three, you get to use like a variety of clubs. I just gotta like keep hitting the pitching wedge. He's like, yeah, I got. You know what I mean? Like, you got a club for each distance. You got a club for like one ninety three, one ninety six is your eight. You know what I mean? Or one fifty six. You know what I mean? Say one ninety six. is my four hybrid. I meant to say one fifty six. No, no, but you did it. You impressed your your family. Your family was out there. If I I haven't kept my score in a long time, but if I went on a course, I'd I'd probably shoot in the 80s somewhere, maybe 90. Last time I saw him walk off a course, he walked off with $200. That's what I know. I'm pretty sure. Was it 200? Yeah. Do you have an established handicap? No. What would if you did? What what do you think it would be? Because I mean, I don't. I can tell you, I'm probably like a twelve. He would be an eight or eight or nine. If I played enough. If I played enough, um, yeah, to have a handicap, then I'd, I'd be in like the high seventies. You'd be nice. eight or a nine. All right. Well, we're all kind of about the same. Yeah. We're all kind of about the same. We should play for money. You into that? <laughs> Totally corrupt I like how skins Brett, game. I like, I, I, like, I like how Brett found out that we are like 12s, but I classified you as an 8, so he's like, oh, if we're 12s, yeah, we'll play for a money game. You give us four, two a side. Yeah, I'll take two a side <laughs> against anybody, especially if we're playing for yeah. a couple of bills. Anyway. Hence the name of the show, Totally Corrupt. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been playing a lot of golf these days. Uh, I got my uh, got an indoor league I play in every Thursday night. It's a virtual golf league. I thought it was going to be super gay, but it turned into be like the coolest fucking thing I've ever done. It's like pool league, but with golf. You do it indoors; doesn't matter if it's but snowing it's, outside. It's, it's, it's like pool league, but more gay. Pool league's not gay. Yeah, I threw a uh, surprise. I, I like the skins game so much that I threw a surprise birthday party for Jalisa, like right after I got back from Washington, like, uh, I don't know, six months ago or so. Yeah. Um, I, I did a tournament where we did like teams, but I got the I got the par three course near, near us to let us tee off with like 25 people at once. Oh, hell yeah. At, at the end of the day, so... Yeah, it felt a lot like a skins game, and everyone was like, what the hell? And we all had, like, you know, golf carts with coolers and beer and just having a blast. 
I'm telling so, I'm telling you, dude. Turn the lights off on us on the last hole. Oh, I never got an invite. I never got an invite. I'm telling you, this this. I thought we were like I thought we were like close. I thought we were like close. I didn't get the invite. This was here in Vegas, and I don't really plan that far ahead. We put this together pretty quick. Uh, well, you know, do it. Give me like three days. I would fly in for that. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on a second. And I would run. I would run it for you. You don't even listen. Yeah, celebrity. You got the originator, the guy that invented this format. Like seriously, Diggs invented this game. Like I've never seen. I've played in skins formats before. We even play. Diggs and I've played on Thursday nights in a different one, and they definitely don't play it like, like a short nine is the only type of golf course you could do it on. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it on a full 18. Can't hit everybody hitting you know, dri- you drivers. Also gotta make certain, you got you to gotta make sure that tee boxes are wide enough because if you have like 24 players, you got to make sure three can tee off at a time. What I'm trying to say is there's very few executive courses like that. this, but... Michael seems to be popping it off with ease down in Las Vegas. Maybe you've created something here. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, this, that was a really good... Yeah, people love that. I'm telling you, know, you man. Especially if you're in a big group, you don't have to separate. And, Hell yeah, and yeah. especially with COVID and shit, like, you know, people itch to go out and be social. Like, if you imagine around being like a rolling party of 30 people, you're all playing golf, drinking beer, smoking pot, gambling... And uh, it's a time of your life, and no one says shit to you. You're on the executive par three yeah. course. There's no marshal. You're welcome. Yeah. You you could totally like uh, I don't know license it, Danny, and sell your tournament format and run it. You should do that, dude. I just donate it to the world. I I don't no, <laughs> I donate it. That's fine. I will is, I will adopt it, is, it and my, Michael and I will monetize it. I I will participate in any venues nearby. Um, <laughs> hey, you can run the you can run the Las Vegas chapter. Is is that where you're living, or are you living back here in Tacoma? I live in Las Vegas. Right on. So you can be the you know the the prince of the 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 Las Vegas chapter of the Skins game, and uh, Danny's the godfather of all of it and Tacoma, and uh, we'll have to figure out. The next move, maybe we do somewhere in California. Fuck California. Arizona. <laughs> yeah, fuck California. Arizona. Texas. We're coming after you. Skins game for me. Actually, I think it would work really well in Texas. I, don't know. I think you guys got to put together a little business plan. and uh... I would say Florida. Florida. Yeah, we're, we're we're putting together the business plan right here. You, I think are you kidding me? In Las Vegas somewhere. This is something that every group that's traveling to Vegas is going to do. So you got to have a way to, you know, keep them moving quickly through the course, or um, you know, keep it organized so that the players move. So you can do like a group of twenty-five in, you know, two hours. Is this? Dude, is, I can get a group of I can get a group of forty in the same group. Around nine holes in an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, so you got to have like your uh, your 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 I don't know what you call that in golf. Like your, guide, your guide, your party guide, yeah, your liaison. You're like, all right, Danny's the marshal. You know, Danny's the marshal. Calling out names or something. Yeah. So hey, I know I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy that can handle that. 
You could you could rip you could you could rip four four or five groups a day, maybe ten groups a day. Hey guys, I got to. Uh, I'm at my my office right now. I got to drive home, and uh, got my kids home alone. I got to take off. Man, I feel like and, uh, I feel like we're talking about licensing agreements and business deals. And Don Junior's on the phone. All right, Don Junior. <laughs> We'll check you next time, and we'll give you guys a little bit of uh, give you guys a little bit of uh, inspiration, a little vision. Now you guys, now you guys go work that out. Now, if I jump in my car right now and try to continue this conversation, I'm gonna when we pass my exit, I'm gonna be in like third flight, <laughs> you know, well, chatting with you guys, be like, oh shit. All right, well, right, right. I, on, I cannot drive on and talk on the phone. Right on, Michael. Well, thanks for coming on, and um, you know, I, I heard what happened, so I. Sad for your guys' loss. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, no one really knows what's going on yet, but uh, I, I do, and uh, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you knew. I'm sure you knew me on a lot, too, so. Uh, oh, good. For you too. Very much. All right, bud. Well, next time you're up, we'll have to hang out, so drive safe, okay? All right, for sure, and uh, yeah, I'd love to join you guys again sometime. For sure. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, brother. Give us a call. All right. We'll Let. talk to you later, Danny. Love you. Love you. I didn't mean to, like, spoil the beans there, but I didn't know he was going to get off the call. But do you want to say what happened or not? Or should we just start off like right. we, oh. start off like we thought like, and just say, what's your first... <laughs> What's your, weird, what's, weird what's, what's, what's your first experience with... Our whole thing. Let me ask you this. Our whole thing was... Hold on a second. Do you want to answer the question, the first question, or do you want to answer this question? What's your first experience with religion? Which way do you want to go? You tell me. My first experience with, with, with religion... Okay, so what is it? When was you, when, when was the first time you, you even knew what what it was? Were your parents religious? Um. Wow. Well, uh, my first religious experience. I was a kid. I used to go out my uh, in the same house that I live in now. Um, I lived downstairs for the offices, and uh, my dog would wake me up every day and uh, run around. And my grandfather, he didn't have a house; he lived in our garage. We change part of the garage where it was like heated and lit and electricity and he lived there if he had to come in and shower he'd come inside but that's how it was for a long time and um, I remember I was about five or five and uh, I remember I was sleeping and in that office there was a stairwell and I remember one time I woke up in the morning and uh, 
I, I saw I saw this light, and uh, I was a kid. I was leaning, leaning to my left. Saw this light come down the stairs, and I realized it was my grandfather. Comes down and he brushes my hair, kisses me on the forehead, <laughs> and then as I see him ascend <laughs> up the stairs, I kind of see. <laughs> he's, he's not walking, but more or less, he's floating. <laughs> and as a kid, I thought, <laughs> that's kind of strange. But nonetheless, <laughs> I was a kid and I was tired. I was comfortable. I rolled back and went to bed. And I woke up because my sister and my mom were freaking out. And, uh, that was an hour or two later. And uh, <laughs> I looked out in the car. And I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> they just wanted me to stay there. <laughs> and I looked at my sister. They go, uh, oh, are you... Uh, Talking about Grandpa Clarence, and the, and my sister stopped and looked at me, and I was like, "Oh, he already told me goodbye last night." But yeah, you know. So as a kid, I knew he was gone. I knew my grandfather passed away at night. Yeah, before they wake up, they, before before he died, huh? you knew before he died, or before they told you he died, right? I knew when he died because as he died, he kind of told me that in his in my my dream or my half. You know when you get those weird premonitions and shit like that, like like when he brushed my hair, kissed me on the forehead, and then smiled and just walked away. I knew everything was okay. But in the morning when my sister and my mom found out, you know, they freaked out. I think he was in the car. And because I looked at my sister and I go, it's okay. I go, it's okay, Cindy. I go, uh, Grandpa already told me he was, he was going last night. And uh, she remembers that. And I was like, I was like five or six years old when I told her that. I was like, no, you already, you already told me he's good. Right. Like, like, a, like a five or six year old's not lying about that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd be worried about my grandfather. But no, if I thought my grandfather came to me in a premonition, or in a, or even in even in my imagination, let's just say I imagine that. I imagine that. That's a comfortable way of remembering people important to you. Is imagining that they that they came by and they. Just kind of said thank you as they were leaving. You know, it's like 
You're the best friend. My mom. But, uh, you always just hope that you, uh, you're always there for them type of thing, you know. Like, you did the best you could, and you helped them out what you could, and, and then when they're not there anymore, you're just like, wow. I kind of miss, I already miss her complaining. Like, she'd complain all the time, dude, all the time. Just complain, complain. Like, but then I tried to make sure she didn't have a reason to complain to complain like I was like trying to make her more comfortable you know that's what you do for people you care about and, but it's funny that it's funny when they're not here you miss them not complaining anymore you're just like oh I wish somebody would start bitching like this you know, it's kind of funny, but it's like, I wish somebody would start bitching and just like start not being happy about something, but everybody's so silent. It's like really silent. Well, I knew something was wrong when you called me at one in the afternoon on a Sunday. That never happens unless we're playing golf. You know, I, I mean, then you answer the phone and all sad, and I'm like, or not, I mean, sad, but like, I'm bummed out, you know. Oh, you didn't know about this? Hmm? You told me today. I thought, yeah, I, I thought you might have, and I might have, because I, weren't we talking last night, and I had to, like, say I had to go? Uh, I don't recall. I was, I mean, I don't think so. I can't, I can't remember. I mean, I I had a couple cocktails last night, but I I just went to bed. I don't remember talking to you at all. (laughs) I've had my sister over here. Uh, I've been occupied for the past, since basically our last podcast. I think what happened is that you called me. And I was like talking to you for like a minute, and then I was like, "Hey, I gotta go." And then I got off the phone, and then that's when I went through the whole like thing last night. The whole doctors talking, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was wild. It was wild. And was she wild. she passed away in the in the hospital, correct? Right? Yep. When was the last time you yep. talked? When was the last time you talked to her over the phone or in person? You gave her a book or something, right? Well, I gave her the book, and then she got a, uh, uh, pacemaker installed. And, uh, after she got the pacemaker installed, she called me and I remember, or she called dad 
her dad called her or whatever. Somebody called somebody. But uh, dad was talking to her. And I go walking downstairs, and he goes, hey, you want to talk to mom? He asked me how to cordless phone. And I go, hey, what are you doing? And she started talking, and I I let her talk, and she kept talking and talking and talking. I go, hey. I go, have you tried to breathe lately? And she's like, oh, I just, <laughs> she, you know, I go, I, breathe. I go, just, just breathe. And I got Every time I talk to her, I remember every time I talk to her, I'd just be like, <sighs> just, you know, breathe. It's like, she, she would almost like hyperventilate. She was having, she she was having trouble breathing. Well, no, she just never, everything was an emergency, you know, hyperventilating. Everything is emergency. And I'm like, no, nothing, nothing. You know what's emergency is when your house is burning down. That, that's a fucking, when your house is burning down and you're sitting in your goddamn recliner and the power goes out and you you cannot get out of it and you don't know where your your wheelchair is at. That's what, that's an emergency. That, that would be, that, that'd be up there on like, emergencies but like but like when when like you're just freaking out about you know things that are like happening in front of you unless there's like a gun pulled or anything like that or like somebody's hitting you with a, a fucking shovel that'd be bad too but I mean if you're just just everything in life if you start feeling like you're stressed out just breathe and so every time I saw my mom stressed out, I would just be like, dude, what are you doing? Just breathe. Just breathe. Just. And then, and then if the shit still bugs you, you can talk about it. People freak out all the time, dude. And stress is about, stress is about their body. Not good. No. So. Not good. Do they ever give um, you an official cause cause of death? COVID. When really? No, I'm joking. Oh, I thought I was going to say I was just talking to you like an hour ago. A joke. I was just joking. But wouldn't that be funny? Like she, she. She's lived a long and healthy life. She's a little overweight. Um, High cholesterol. Had to take a lot of pills for a lot of... She probably had a lot of reasons. There was... Put it this way. There was a lot of... if, if, If death has, like, somebody going after somebody for cancer and another... Death going after somebody with leukemia, and another person going after somebody with a fucking, you know, I don't know, cancer. Uh, I, I think uh, she got shot by a couple of them, but I don't think COVID was in there. I don't. I don't know. 
And your I'm pretty sure she didn't have COVID. Your status currently is unvaccinated, correct? Yes, but she was fully vaccinated. Do you know which one that she had? Oh, she had the one that she had the double one. Well, there's two double ones. Was it Pfizer or Moderna? Ooh, I think it was Moderna. Okay. I don't know for sure, but, but you know, if people are going to poke my parents, I make sure they poke them with the good shit. I pay extra. Yeah. Well, I oh, mean, oh wait, that's 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 straight lingo. I did guess she I can't did she have did she have any heart conditions? Yeah, she's old. <laughs> I mean, like, she ever had a heart attack or a stroke or nothing? <laughs> she freaked out all the time. I mean, your dad has had a heart they attack. put Are a I was I was hoping they would put the pacemaker in and. I was like, they're going to put the pacemaker in. Cool. I get to keep my mom for like eight more years. That's cool. You know, I get to hear her bitch and complain more. Because I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, no, it's like they put the pacemaker in and something happened. And, I mean, the pacemaker, I guess the pacemaker kind of sat right. But um, I think it killed her. You think the pacemaker did it, or the surgery? Well, either well, not really. Maybe maybe just the operation. Like you're old. If you're like she was like eighty, seventy nine, eighty. You're and you're you're not. A, you know you, you can't really. You can't really blame people. At a, at a certain point, you can be like, I mean, the guy could look at me and said, "Hey, your mom was overweight, and she we told her to take pills for a while, and she didn't take them, and you, now you're going to blame this on us." I mean, I I I can't sit there and be like, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand. You know, it's it's amazing to me how how, how people sue other people, like. Somebody or somebody could probably come to me and be like, "Oh, you should sue him." And I'm like, For "What? Like, my mom wasn't in good health, and all it's going to come back you know. down to is that she went in there because she was out of shape and overweight, right? I mean, that's a lot of lot of the con- she, lot of the conditions that she was suffering from, right? Stem from that. She went. She went in there because I took her out of her chair. I put her in her chair, and I did my thing, brushed my teeth. I go, hey, I'm going to bed. Do you want me to move you back? And she's, so I picked her up like I normally do, and she's like, I can't get up. I go, well, I'm going to bed. I go, do you want me to, I can't carry you. I can't carry you to your chair. So you're going to stay there unless you, because she used to could walk. You know what I mean? Right. She used to cook with it. Right. So I was just like, I'm going to bed because I just figured she would figure it out. Well, next day I wake up with the uh, 
freaking fire department out the front door. Freaking. And they literally, like, you know, that's when they took her out. And I gave her a book. And... Life is wild, dude. Life is wild, and it happens fast. And then you got to figure out what happens after that. It's like, you got to move on. You got to, I mean. I, I, have, I have one shining example of a healthy life <clears throat> and a long life in my family and it's my dad's mother she's 97 i think she's turning 98 this year and she's very active she doesn't take any pills zero pills no pills nothing and she says the key to life is to be busy every day yeah totally she has walk she has bingo she has Catholic sisters lined up. She has bunco day with some other neighbors. She gets her hair done with her granddaughter. She does, I mean, she's got something every single day. Something to, to look forward to the next day. She says that's the key to life. Sometimes, Brett, you need to just take a nap, though, and not do shit. But have something planned every single day. Because that's the Lord's day. And she's very Catholic. She's she also says God. Praying, praying, praying and having something to do. That's her key to okay. life. I mean I loved your mom was great. Loved your mom. But every time I came to your guys' house the routine there is we're just sitting around watching TV. Yeah. What 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 were your parents look? I mean, you guys go to cot. Yeah, they basically all the things that they look forward to doing that they can't really can't do anymore themselves, like go to Costco and do this and do that. I mean, they your parents have things that they do, right? Like, they're not opposed to... I mean, shit, they'd go to Meadow Park constantly just to pet the cat. That was just a couple of years ago. Well, well, the cat died. The cat died. Right, right. So I knew everything was going to go downhill from there. That was, like, what, three years ago. So they would go there, and that was when Mom could take the walker. Right, and, and then, then when as soon as mom needed the wheelchair, dad's like, "I can't push this shit." I mean, somebody taking a walker. I mean, dad would just walk behind her with a walker and be like, "Fuck, he was happy if he didn't fall down," type of thing. And uh, they did that for a couple of years, and then as soon as she needed to be pushed in the wheelchair, he's like, "Well, we can't go anywhere because I ain't pushing you anywhere." You know, he ain't pushing that. Right. He doesn't have enough strength right now. So that's when they just became like, uh, well, let's stay at home. Now that he doesn't have to do that, he can still walk a little bit. And maybe he's the guy that does the walker. And maybe he goes to Meadow Park more often or Alan Moore and Putts. 
I would love to see your dad out and about, and at the very le- at the very least, putting. Yeah. I think I think this might make him a little stronger. Oh my God! Yeah, it will. He's been a good. He's been a good husband to your mom, and uh, you know, you know, it's, he doesn't. His those duties are over. You know, I mean, he still loves and respects your mom, but like, you know, I think for you, for your dad, just keep him busy. Follow Grandma Betty's keys to life. Well, the the funny thing is, is he 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 was the guy that did all the cooking, right? Yeah. So he's still he's still alive. So we got the cook. The cook is still around. But he doesn't feel like cooking tonight. I mean, yeah, so yeah. We might do some. Uh, Are you guys at home? For real, at home? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm no bullshit. I'm gonna Uber eat you guys some fucking ice cream. Can your dad eat ice cream? pretty specific order i, I don't know you're, you're, you're gonna get whatever you're, i i'm gonna if i like if we do like fucking peanut buster parfaits from fucking wendy's you down with that i can get it from fast food i don't i don't care you're just saying you're, you're gonna there's gonna be a guy that's gonna be coming up to my door yeah the stuff i don't know about he's gonna drop off some fucking food Ice cream. Actually, I'm gonna do it on. Oh, my, no. I'll do it on my iPad as we're d- talking here. If I lose you for some reason, my phone is at one percent. But uh, that was poor planning because we just kind of threw this podcast together. But I mean, <clears throat> based on current events and uh, hey, this is the Ode to Mom podcast. So tell for anybody because there is a decent amount of people that listen to this thing now. But like. What was your mother's full name? And when was she born? And when did she die? Carolyn Lindbrook. Well, December 20th. How dare you ask a woman's age for the year? And. Sorry about that. The phone died. <clears throat> oh, no worries. I think it uh, was... I found the damage right at the end, right? I think it was probably uh, your mom that probably ended the podcast because uh, we were about to expose her age. And maybe we just won't do that at all. I think it was your mom. <laughs> she turned my phone off. You're like, how dare do you... Expose a woman's age, and then the fucking line died. I, mean, I it's probably karma. I mean, how, I mean, how perfect was that? 
How dare oh, no. How dare you ask a woman's how age? How dare you? My dare phone you my fucking phone dies. <laughs> oh man. Your mom was funny. You told me to, you told me too because it was like you got bitch smacked. You got bitch smacked right before because you knew it was coming too. You knew it was coming. You're like, hey, Danny, I got 1% on my phone. When was your mom born? And I was like, uh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you ask? You, you, you white privilege. I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming that you got white privilege, but how dare you? Hey, fuck. Hey, listen. It's more of a. It's more of a like. Hey, got some longevity out of her. She was over eighty. Yeah, she's seventy-nine. Yeah, you you ageist. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Now she's now, now she's pissed. She's like, I was never. She was. I was. She wasn't even eighty. Her, her mother fucking, was a fucking asshole. You, just, you ageist. What do you think? A bit. What do you think? Um, what do you think the uh, top two or three things that you, you learned the most from your mom? Learned the most? Yeah. What was the number one thing? that you learned the most from your mom? Well, there's one time I learned that when she drove across the Narrows Bridge, she did her with her eyes shut. I was like, what? She goes, I'm scared to drive across the bridge. And I go, they, they, it, she, she literally, like, squints. She used to squint. Like, try to drive by Braille. I don't know. She was so scared. But uh, that was weird. But uh, no, the other thing I learned about my mom. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, because there's so many things. As you ask that, I just think about all the things she just complained about I did in my life. What's the funniest so thing? What's the funniest I, thing she ever complained about? Like, you're like, really, Mom? That's what you're complaining about? I mean, that's a pretty funny story, her driving by Braille over the Narrows Bridge. <laughs> she, she complained one time about not find, being able to find your beanie. We were trying to go, go outside. It was going to be cold. And uh, she's like, I can't find my beanie. And people are looking for it. I look at her, I go, it's on your head. The glasses are on your face. It's on your head. And she goes, oh, yeah. No wonder my ears, ears feel toasty. Like, yeah, yeah. Your <laughs> uh, you know, but she was great. That's crazy. And you know what I thought about is that um, we had we just had Michael on. But his mom, yeah. his mom is your sister, and she just spent like what, like an entire week 
with them doing shit and having fun. And I was over there and I saw them, they're giggling and shit. And it's like, you know, they're having a good time. I'm glad that that happened when it did. That was great timing. Yeah, but the thing is, he was in town too at a certain time and he was supposed to go to uh, um, this restaurant they go to, um, Pizza Casa. You know Pizza Casa? I haven't gone. Over on Ponder's Car. Pizza Casa is over on Ponder's Car. Okay. And he wanted wanted to take him to Pizza Casa and I'm like, well, send me some sound. And and because he's not talking to his mother right now, he won't let his kids even interact with uh, Cindy right now. So, uh, and I was I was like, well, you're in town, and I know you want to take mom and dad to uh, or pop and nana to pizza casa, but their daughter's in town too, so it's not like they can be like, hey. We're going to go have dinner with your son that hates you, and we're going to leave you here, and you can find your own dinner. <laughs> you know, I go, that's not going to happen. I go, you either, take a, you either take your mom, too, or you don't go at all, and you decide not, not to do it, and uh, yeah. I was looking to see if Pizza Casa delivers on Uber Eats, but the iPad I grabbed. So. No, Dad. No, no, Dad. I already got Dad doing chicken strips. I got Dad doing chicken strips and uh, fries. All right. Well, then you're getting you're gonna get like something from Jubilee or fucking one of those places. What's good? What's good? What's good over there? You know what I'm saying? Put in the order for dad. You said, what is it? What does he get? Well, we got food. We, we're eating. Ice we're cream, not, ice, cream ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Don't worry about it. You don't have to send us shit. Well, kind of want to. So if it shows up, some guy shows up to your door, don't shoot him. I might. God. I'm sensitive right now. I'm going to have Walter right on my hip. Walter's on my hip. <laughs> Walter's on my hip. That's funny. Don't fuck with... You can fuck with Diggler, but don't fuck with Walter. So let me ask you this. Is there going to be a skins game tomorrow? Yes. It will probably be the last one. I'm going to do it, and actually, I told everybody that last week was the last one, but I'm assuming there might be, like, three or four guys tomorrow. That's it. Put it out. It might just be myself. Put it out out on the Facebook group. Unless you want to just play golf, I'll go play golf with you tomorrow. It's a good thing you said that. I'm going to call, uh, I'm going to call Burlow 
Facebook for me. Um, it'd be like last last Monday night skins game. Does the weather look good? Let's see. I got to go to the internet. Uh weather. Tacoma, go. Tomorrow is going to be 54 degrees and cloudy. That sounds like perfect golfing weather. No rain. It does not say it's going to rain. It's going to be like today. Today was a little windy, very cloudy. 54 degrees, almost a repeat of today. That means the. I'm going to have a. I'm going to have. I'm going to have Verlo send that a mask. Email. Can you can you also have that guy add me as an administrator on that fucking thing, so we can actually use it when you want to, or add yourself? I think I'd be more qualified for that than Verlo. Sorry, buddy, but I I gotta take over on that shit. Are you on the site already? On uh, Facebook. Yeah, I could be. Let's see if I'm an admin. If you are, I can just, if you're there, I can just be like, add him as an administrator and he'll do it. Full access. Give him full access. Tell him that. Anyway, so there's going to be one tomorrow, uh, possibly, depending on the feedback of today. Correct. Yes. I gotta be there. I think we should do it and have your dad there. So when everybody comes in, you know, it's like a big, like, your dad can greet everybody coming in. Or, like, we'll bring him when everybody's on, like, eight or seven. We gotta need a memorial. Huh? I don't think that he should. I think everybody would love to see your dad tomorrow. Order, so, um, yeah. get him a, we'll have Cal make a mistake. You know, it'll be a fucking good day. Because they kicked me out. Of, they kicked me out of college. Uh, uh, I think we'll make an exception this time. Well, so you're you're shitting where you eat? Is that what you're saying? Why do they hate you? Um, I don't know. It's kind of one of those weird things. You ever been a like a bartender or bar back, and like you really like got shit to people? You just knew customer service, and they get to a certain point and they for keep forgetting to bring you something. Yeah, those people are fucking annoying. Are you one of those people? Well, if you don't bring me my shit, yeah. So you're just an asshole to people that are just trying to do their job? Because they don't don't do it the way you would want it done? I mean, you're tipping them, what, five bucks? 
You want him to suck your dick for five bucks? No, but if you bring me uh, a burger and fries, it'd be nice to have a little bit of ketchup. You gonna throw a fit about that? No, I I just enough to get eighty six from the place you run a fucking tournament out of. Different when you're ordering white claws, though. When you order a white claw and they don't bring you one, and they don't tell you you're cut off, but I guess you're cut off. So you order another white claw. You're like, I've been waiting for a white claw for a while. They're like, We cut you off a while ago. And you're like, Oh, you never told me. And I didn't know I had a problem. Well, what does that tell you? Well, I've got a drinking problem. Maybe you should just tell them you're not going to drink when you're going to be there. And just is it cool if I just smoke uh, pot? Can I just be the sto- no, can I just no, be the stoner guy that runs the skins game? What I do is I still run the skins game, but I bring my drink alcohol from there. You my go. House. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. I lo- I'm I'm on the skins sure. game. I'm on the skims game. Uh, I'm on the board. I'm on the board. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on, on the board. I'm on the fucking. That's uh, called B O R E D. Board. Board. B O R E D. I'm on the board. I'm on the, the pri- board. Board. I'm on the private group. So check this out. So this is actually. I'm. I'm quite proud of proud of this dealer. But you have 155 followers on the Monday Night Skins Game private Facebook group. That's pretty good. And that's without... You're welcome. It's pretty good. So, let's see here. Invite members, more, share group. I don't know who the guy is. Who Who's the guy that runs it? Sean. 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 Is that your neighbor? No. Your neighbor's, your neighbor's somebody else. No, Sean Verla runs that skin thing, though. I see him. I see him. I see him. I'm going to add him as a friend. He's wearing a he's he's a he's a fucking Boston fan. He's a Boston Red Sox yeah. fan. Oh my god! You live in Tacoma, Lucky Washington. 13. You live in Tacoma, Washington, homie. Sean Verlo. He's probably cool. I mean, because of the skins game, everybody out there is good. But anyway, so, so oh, Sean, Sean, uh, Sean, Sean. I know Sean Hobbs. Sean Hobbs. Fucking Sean Hobbs. He's been on this fucking podcast. You run the skins game. I told you. He, 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 I told you, Sean Verlo. Hobbs. Verlo. Okay. I didn't know it was Verlo. Anyway, I could change. I have to change it on the podcast he's on. Anyway, well, fuck. Uh, we're getting close to the end. It sounds like you got some other things going on back there. Dad's working on chicken strips. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to say? What do you want? Anything you want to say? Close this thing out. I mean, oh, we're oh, we were still alive. Oh my god. Uh, 
Oh my God. I didn't realize we were alive. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Um, do you no. want, do you want hey, this? Do you if want anything? If, if, if anything, if anything, once in a while you think you're going to see somebody another time, you might not give them a little extra hug. Tell them you love them. That's all I got to say. Tip your bar staff, tip your waitresses. Don't get kicked out of Foley's either. Listen. Don't be a dick. Listen, I'm not being a dick. I'm sorry. Bad, bad, no, bad, bad time joke. Badly time joke. I was, I was, I was, I was a dick for, I was a dick for getting kicked out of Foley. I was. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. You'll be, you'll, you'll be back. I was probably, I was probably, I was probably wrong. You, I, I mean, I'm not wrong, but wrong. I mean, not wrong, but wrong. I was wrong. Well, I was wrong. That's all I think anybody wants to hear over there. Those guys are sober. You're not. It's okay. And, uh, you know. Well, there's a difference between wrong and wrong. Think about it. There's an EB and a G. You can either be wrong. Like, you could be wrong, like somebody falsely accused you, and it's like, you're, that's wrong, you're wrong. Or you could be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. It's called being sincere. I'm sorry. You were sincerely wrong. Oh. <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next podcast. Uh, Sincerely yeah. wrong. Uh, totally corrupt. Spins wrong. off a new show called Sincerely Wrong. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> okay, so uh fucking that'll be the end of the podcast. And uh come to the skins game if you can. When what is tomorrow? Tomorrow's the eighteenth, October eighteenth, Monday. what time are you starting? Uh, no, five o'clock. One, one. There's no starting. It's the start time is five. Everybody goes off at five. Five p.m. Every, everybody hits the ball at the same goddamn time. Show up and hit the ball at five p.m. First hole, Williams nine. All right, everybody. Uh, that's it. Uh, listen to the podcast on Spotify for us. Give us a follow and uh, send a lot of thoughts and prayers to Diggler's family. Uh, all that. Big kisses. Bye-bye. Later.